What is good, guys? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I have a special guest. Obi Soulstar. Obi Soulstar. I love that. Um, I have a special guest, Obi Soulstar, with me. He is the Renaissance man here in Chicago. We, I'm very happy to have him on. We've been trying to get together for quite some time. So I'm. thank you for joining me today, Obi. No, Especially thank you so much for having me. These, these circumstances. Very, Absolutely. Very different circumstances. Yeah. So we were actually getting, we were starting to talk and I was starting to talk about like his, um, his background and things that he's done, but I wanted to stop because I think that we want to share that with you guys. So Obi, why don't you like introduce yourself, tell people like your background and um, we'll go from there. Sure. Um, my name is Obi Soulstar. I'm a uh, singer, songwriter, musician, performer, uh, actor. Model. <laughs> yeah, we could throw a model in there. Actor, uh, and photographer, and painter. Um, so I definitely uh, live the arts uh, here in Chicago and, and abroad. I love it. You are incredibly talented. So well, I you. was I was blessed. I'm going to say blessed to meet you um, when I did that charity event last year against human trafficking. Or not last year, actually. It was, wasn't it last year? A year and a half ago. Oh, was it? I think you it know. was last year. It was last year. Oh my gosh, I'm starting to get confused. So last, last June, last June at Sand Mansion here in Chicago, we did a huge charity event against human trafficking. There were seven Chicago-based um, fashion designers, and Obi was one of the models for um, uh, Delphine for uh, her her collection, and you looked fantastic. Well, thank I you. I tell thank you, you. Uh, like a lot of my girlfriends are like, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, you, were, you, were getting, you were getting a lot of love eyes, but thank you. So I was looking, I was reading through your bio, and you know, I just I didn't know that you were actually raised in West Africa. You were born here, but you were raised in West Africa. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was born here. My my parents are Nigerian. Uh, they were here in the United States uh, going to school. My mom went to Northwestern uh, University, while my dad went to Roosevelt oh, University. Wow. Um, when they were done with their education, they moved back home to Nigeria and uh, took me along with them. I was around probably five years old. Okay, wow. Uh, so I lived in Nigeria for 13 years and some change, give or take. Uh, did my school, went to the military, and one day I came home from the military uh, on the weekend, and my mom was like, hey, I renewed your American passport and you leave tomorrow. So literally, that's, uh, that's how that happened. Uh, I'm not sure if I should be saying that on camera in case uh, the Nigerian military is wondering. Oh, I don't think so. Go. <laughs> I, think, I think you're in the clear. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the clear at this point. Yeah, yeah. So that is, that is a very, so you have some rich background. So, I mean, how do you like it? Do you remember a lot of, I mean, I'm sure you do, like living in Nigeria Nigeria versus living here. Do you, Absolutely. Miss, do you miss anything from back, back in, back well, in Nigeria? I would say I would say now that I'm older, I would like to to revisit. I mean, I haven't been back since I left at the age of what's that, eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Uh, and I'm in my forties now, so uh, as, as a grown man right now, I would love to go back and probably tread those same uh, grounds that I walked on as a kid. And now that I'm into photography, I'll be able to see things also from a different eye. And sure. And I'll say probably for lack of a better term, appreciated a little bit more. Uh, it's just like being here in, in, in Chicago. Um, you don't appreciate like the little things like even going to the arts museum. You know, I've been in Chicago for over 20 years, haven't been to the art museum and I'm an artist. Really? 
So it's like sometimes you don't appreciate the things that's in your own backyard. That's Other true. people come to where your stuff is at and appreciate it more, uh, more than you do. You can, trans, you, can, you can translate that into being a musician as well. It's like, you know, sometimes when people peg you as a local artist, they may not appreciate you uh, as much because you are in their backyard. However, when you travel, that love and appreciation for what you do is vast. And then when you come back home, it's like, oh, I'll see him next week. Or, you know, that's so interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it like that, but that's a really good point. I mean, I personally, like, I just, I, I love knowing so many great artists like yourself and like, I want to support them as much as I can, but you're, I think you're right. I never thought about it like that. People take for granted what they have that what comes easily and they don't realize that they have incredible treasures right right at their fingertips that's right. I, I like that you just opened my eyes to something thank you but i actually just recently saw a lot of your photography photography that you've been posting on facebook so yeah i, mean, I, I, I did not realize that you were a photographer too i'm like oh my gosh this guy has got so many incredible talents so what do you like to do the most out of everything that you are that you are gifted to do Okay. Uh, okay. Let me let you in on another comp, uh, component of my life. Okay. Um, another one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you what pays the bills? Like is like, everything. <laughs> well, I've been called a super a superhero by day, and a rock star at night, and this is by a judge in the felony courtrooms. Well, to explain that, I'm actually a fraud investigator as well. So that's what pays what? the bills. It's like different masks that I that I wear. I um, love it. I love so it. So that's what pays the bills. But creatively, what fulfills my soul the most is actually uh, the music portion of it. Sure. And, I, and I hate to say that because it's like having four kids and try to tell somebody who you love the most. Uh, yeah. But you're always going to love one kid more than the rest of them. Sure, sure. Uh, but, but music only because when I'm on stage... I really do come alive. And I say to my audience every single time I'm on stage, you're sharing the happiest moment of my life till date. I love so that. That moment would have been the happiest moment of my life till that point. And of course, other things will happen. Sure. Till the next show. But when I get to the next show, that's going to be the happiest moment of my life till that point. So, and just being able to express myself through, through music has been uh, a divine savior in my life. For sure. That's amazing. For and sure. I can I can relate to some of that too. But that is beautiful. And I, I absolutely love that. And I need to come see one of your shows. Yes. So I wanted to come see one of your like so not maybe the last one, but the one before that. And it just was I don't remember what was going on. And I know that we had exchanged messages and yeah. Uh yeah. It, sometimes it sucks living in the suburbs. I'm a total city girl. I really everybody says you should be living in the city. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I bought my townhouse. I bought my townhouse when I was in my early twenties, and it's like, you know, had I known back then, I probably would have made it. Been in the city, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I'm like, all my friends are in the city. Like, yeah. like I live all the way out here, and like, <laughs> I mean, I have some friends out here, but they're kind of lame. <laughs> 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 That's okay. They're not going to see this. Well, they, and and you know, they don't know which one of them you're talking about, so it's cool. Exactly. I got, I got some lame friends too. <laughs> but you know, I think we need to have those lame friends to keep us grounded. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll play a song for you on my acoustic before this is over. Yay! So okay. Yes, definitely. Oh, I love that. This is so great. Oh, thank you so much. This is awesome. So I'm, I'm actually reading. I did not know that you were musician of the year award for Chicago Raw Artist. How did that happen? 
Oh, uh, for Raw, that was back in 2012. Yes. Uh, in 2012, uh, I was a artist of the year for uh, Chicago Raw Artist, and and uh, it's just an amazing organization and and how they bring uh, music and art and everything together. And you know, you have your fans uh, vote and support you, and then there's an actual uh, live voting showcase that happens. Uh, but no, I I got involved with them. I really don't know how I got involved with them. I must have seen it online, signed up and did a couple of their shows during the course of the year. And uh, when they had that final competition, uh, I was, I had an opportunity to be a part of it. And, and, and awesome. I won. last awesome. year I won the, uh, uh, it was, it, it was uh, the, the African Music Awards that happens here every summer. Uh, okay. And I won the Chicago African, the, the African Artist of the Year uh, Award. Uh, so where was that held? Was that at the at the um, the museum downtown? No, th no, no. This one, uh, this one takes place, uh, I think, in Douglas Park. It's like a big uh, festival, one of the biggest ones they have uh, during the summer. Uh, that's 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 out out south. Um, so how did that make you feel when you win those awards? Does it feel good? Uh, it's it's great. Um, I try to live my life without allowing people to solidify who I am or what I think of myself. Um, so it's great to get the recognition, mm -hmm. uh, but personally, I don't like putting too much power in other people's hands. So when there's a voting situation, um, because you don't win doesn't mean you're not great or good. It's just that somebody got more votes. Yeah. But I, I, I don't like to, we're gonna be judged every day. When you walk out the house or when somebody thinks about you, period, there's gonna be some kind of judgment attached to it. Uh, I, for the most part, just try not to put myself in those specific circumstances where um, it's open for you to vote on me and tell me about my fate. I'd rather just create my path. And that goes with my music. My music is a fusion of soul, funk, rock, uh, Afrobeat as Ooh. well. So, you know, some people call me a, a young Lenny. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take that all day. I see that. I'll in take, that. I'll I like take that. that all day. So, um, so my music is like a, a a big pot of gumbo. It's got a lot of stuff that's <laughs> thrown in. That just, I like gumbo too. So well, there you go, and it just gives you that good taste to your to your to your mouth, your ears, your eyes. It's that's giving awesome. me chills just thinking about it right now. I know I'm getting excited. Oh my goodness! So um, you you also are on the on the show Empire. You are a recurring yeah. extra on on Empire. So you're in a season three on Fox. And that is, yeah. so we started talking about this. And that's why I was like, wait, 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 let's, let's, let's record this. But I actually, cause after, you know, I, I mean, I, my husband passed away about four years ago and I had to restart my life. Right. So yeah. these last four years have been, it's been a journey. And like, I was like, okay, you know what, what do I want to do now? <laughs> so I wanted, I was like, maybe, so a friend I was working with, he's like, you'd be a great extra. He's like, you really should be in TV, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, sure. Whatever. So I actually signed up and I got chose and yeah. I like the call time was so early. And my, I remember my alarm clock did not go, go it's off. Usually, it's I, usually like five or six for the most part. So, but for me coming from where I am to get ready, I had to get up at three o'clock in the morning ah. to be down there. So six o'clock's not the problem. And now these days, now I'm like up so early because now I do work downtown. Mm -hmm. Locks up right now because we're all in quarantine. But I just remember, I was like, I was so bummed 
that I missed that, that experience and that opportunity, because I thought that that would have been really neat to do. So how do you like that in, in, in with everything else? Well, um, I got into, I think I got into that because I was trying to find a way to, to, to break into, uh, TV. Uh, and this was before I actually got an agent. So I, I, I saw something on, I think it was on Fox news, uh, okay. where they were talking to a girl who was a, an extra and then and all these other links came up on how you can be a part of it. So I of course signed up and, and I did, uh, I was chosen and I did a couple of, a handful of scenes actually. And, and it was really cool just being, seeing how everything works behind sure. the scenes yeah. for the most part. Um, I wasn't that much of a novice because as a musician, I've shot music videos. So right. I do know how long it takes f to get a final product that's going to be five minutes, talk less of when it's going to be like 30 minutes to an hour, how many angles you have to shoot, how many times you got to run stuff over and over so you have more options than you need. So, uh, but it was, it was just great to see the TV side of it. And then of course, see the, 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 the main star actors and, and things like that, you know, even though I was an extra, what made it worth it for me was that I got camera time, not just to be on yeah. set. Oh, cause, yeah. Cause really it's not about the money because really the money is probably just going to get you gas for the most part. Uh, but it's about the experience and getting seen on, on camera and, uh, and having your friends be like, Oh, I saw you right there, right? Right next to Terrence That's Harris. Really cool. Oh, you were seeing it. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah. It. yeah. And then I got an agent. So, and the agent was like, yeah, I can't do extra stuff anymore unless it comes through them. I actually got a speaking role. It was supposed to be and a now, don't you? So you have to get, uh, you have to join SAG, right? If you're speaking? Um, you have to probably have a certain amount of lines okay. to join SAG. Sure. Uh, I think it's something, something of that. So I, I, I wasn't SAG at the time, but then uh, I ended up signing up with an agency. Uh, I was also doing stage at the time. Anyway, I was doing theater. Um, signed up it. with an agency went on a bunch of auditions and got an audition for Empire. And I did my audition, boom, I got booked for the speaking role. I was supposed to be a pastor in one of the churches uh, downtown right across from the Hancock. And I think it was somebody's funeral it was supposed to be. And you know, I was on a high for two hours cause they're calling me, oh, what's your size? This, this, that, and the other. And then three hours in my agent calls me like, hey, have you been on Empire at all this season or the season before? I said, yeah, as an extra, but you can't see me. They're like, yeah, they kind of don't want to take a chance just because of continuity. I mean, oh. you can't have somebody who was a musician and now he's. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was like, Hurrah! and then oh, right man, after that, amazing. right after that, you know, Jesse got into his stuff. So <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Well, who's is it? Who's Jesse? Is that oh, Jesse character? Smollett. You know, Ju Ju Juicy Smollett. Jesse no. Smollett, the guy, the guy that faked his uh his beating and said these uh two. Uh, oh yes. Players. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sorry. He was, like, to be in, he was supposed to be in that scene too, and everything just came across. Oh. That's the big dog. That's that big dog. He wants to be on the podcast too. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, speaking of screen. I, I then got an agent and I, do you remember Joey, Joey Lawrence from? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Joey, Joey from Blossom. I know who you're talking about. 
Yeah, um, cool. I, I was I was actually fortunate to be in a movie with him, and I was actually the co-star of that movie. It's called Saved by Grace. I really don't know when it's coming out, but it was shot earlier last year. It was all about um, it's a true story of a guy who was into the drug life, into the street life. Long story short, he got arrested several times. One occasion, he got into jail and ran into my character, who has been in and out of the prison system also. But I turned my life around and I found Christ. And while Joey's character was in prison with me, mm-hmm. long story short, I was able to um, uh, convert him over uh, to see the light. So it's a and good I, movie. It's a good. It's a good movie. It's a good I can't feeling movie. Absolutely. I just. I just can't wait for it to come out. And I just hope it's not one of those situations that you know, because of funding and all that other stuff. It just. Oh yeah. But you know. But it was, it was cool to do it and actually be alongside someone who, I mean, whatever you want to call him, celebrity, BC, it doesn't matter. No. Someone who actually had or has. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. So what do you have, like, what's in the works now? I mean, I, it's, you know, we are all living in this unfortunate um, pandemic right now, you know, yeah. but that doesn't mean that life doesn't keep moving forward. So what is on the docket for you like coming into the, in the next couple months after this passes or maybe not <laughs> what do you well, want <laughs> you know i rather than thinking about you know what's going to happen next month uh, i've been taking it day by day uh, or month by month rather so uh, i know this month i've been uh it's been like a like a double-edged sword it's like you don't everything that's happening in in, in the world is happening and then with, with work but then on the flip side, I'm now finalizing projects that I've had on the back burner forever. Fortunate enough, my artistic side, that wheel keeps spinning. So I still get sure. to paint, um, I safely go outside and do some street photography and just trying to capture this moment in time that by the special grace of God will never repeat itself again. Amen. Um, Amen. So cre- creatively, uh, I have been just feeding that beast. I was supposed to be working on a uh, on an acoustic album um, in a different studio, and not one that I'm in right now. But that's been put on Paul. So I'm just songwriting, painting, photography, and right. keeping up with my workout regimen. Trying to be like you when I grow up. Well, my so I'm really just kind of doing a lot of cardio right now. I yeah. did order a squat rack, so I'm going to put that hopefully put that together tonight. So I can get a little bit back more back into the hardcore training, but it's, it's hard. Like as much as I can work out at home, I really enjoy the gym and it's more because being around other people. Absolutely. Pushes you and motivates you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's like, there's just something about the whole like process to just getting, getting yourself together and going and just showing up for yourself at the gym. It's so Absolutely. much different, so much different at home. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know, the thing about working out at home is uh, sometimes you get in your head and you allow the fatigue that's not there to even set in. You know, usually you probably do 15 reps, you know, at nine, you're now calling it quits, like, okay, on to the next. But when you're actually at the gym, you get to push yourself, you got the vibe that's going on. And, you know, a lot of us do it subconsciously. We want to outdo someone else that's doing yeah. something right over yeah. there. So, you know, they call I, it beast mode, baby. <laughs> oh, I feel you. I shove my headphones in and it's, actually, oh, yeah. I, stopped, I stopped lifting heavy the past probably 
two years and I've been doing a lot of kettlebell training okay. uh, personally yeah. and enough. just sticking with cardio. And I've been doing yoga for probably five years at this point. Oh, love yoga. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's probably why you look so good. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> My blushing. Hold on. <laughs> no, but I might be now. No. <laughs> No, you you always you always look great. You always oh, you're, thank you, thank you. You're you're a fan favorite, whatever that means. Oh well, the the, the feeling is mutual. So, were you gonna play something for us? Uh, yes. Um, let's see. I gotta figure out what it's gonna be. Um, okay, let's play this song. I haven't played this song in probably two years, so hopefully, I remember the chord progression. Okay. Uh, it's called Heal the, the World with a Smile. And I actually want to, I have this recorded. I think that's fitting right now, actually. Yeah, I have it recorded. I haven't played it in public. And I wanted to do like a Facebook Live something. I just haven't got it yet. But I think, let me play it for you. Okay. Hopefully I don't mess up. It's been a while. That's all right if you mess up. Some things change, others stay the same. We search for answers through the tears in our eyes. But as long as we have each other, we can make it by. Lending a helping hand when you can. And heal the world with a smile, oh yeah. Heal the world with a smile, oh yeah. It's just the little things that can make something beautiful, yeah. The simple good act of kindness can change the world. got in this big old universe, yeah. no matter your sex, color, or creed, we are all from one tribe, this human tribe of love, heal the world with a smile, oh yeah, heal the world with a smile. the world with a smile, oh yeah, heal the world with a smile, oh yeah, one smile at a time, one smile at a time, one smile at a time. That was awesome. Oh my Thank gosh. You. Oh Thank my you. God, that was a beautiful song. 
Now I'm ready to put it on social media. You should. You should. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I mean, I messed up the last part, but it's all good. Nobody will know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. I mean, that's a perfect song for right now, considering like what we're all going through. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Obi, for your time today. Is there anything else you'd like to share with everybody? Uh, just be well. Be well. Check on people. Uh, more, more importantly, take care of yourself. I mean, you can't move a speck of dust out of someone's eye when you have a log of wood in yours. So you have to take care of your. <laughs> I love <laughs> you have, that. You have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of any, anyone else. And by the grace of God, when this all passes, we can still, you know, maintain some of the practices that we've learned uh, during these unfortunate circumstances. So. I would have completely agree. I had this conversation yeah. earlier, but thank you so much for joining me on my channel and on, on my podcast. Um, you. So, so you guys, this is Deanna Kempel, your host of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Thank you for joining me. As always, uh, please subscribe, like, share, comment, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.